to realize your potential it is very important to either you realize it yourself which which is very difficult or you know when life throws some challenges at you you should be like okay you know what let's do it let's see what it is because many people lose job and they're like you know what i don't think so you know what happened and they kind of lose all the interest and the hope and everything but when they realize oh i was made to kind of become an entrepreneur i was made to do something much bigger Do you want to learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and grow your business from successful entrepreneurs, startups, and CEOs without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresham Harkness values your time and is ready to share with you precisely the information you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO podcast. I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Rhea Jane of Nomo Padmavati. Rhea, it's great to have you on the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me here. It really means a lot. Yes, excited to have you on and talk about all the awesome things that you're doing. And of course, before I do that, I want to read a little bit more about Rhea so you can hear about some of those awesome things. And Rhea is the founder of Namo Padmavati, a one-stop shop for entrepreneurs to delegate non-core activities. She started working when she was 18 because of her parents' separation, and now she truly <laughs> believes in necessity is the mother of invention. She also hosts a podcast that talks about the journeys of entrepreneurs. And Rhea has a team of 12, and they have worked on 350 plus. projects from all over the globe. She also started training professionals in entrepreneurship, marketing and everything on early startup owners needs to know to be successful. Ria, excited to have you on the show again. Are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? Yeah, I'm excited. I mean, I loved it when I received an email. So, yeah, let's do this. All right. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. I love it too and always excited to have other podcasters on the show so we can uh get you on the other side of the mic and hear a little bit more about your story. So, um Thank that's you. exactly where I wanted to kick off. I wanted to rewind sure. the clock, hear a little bit more on how you got started with your CEO story. So, as the company name is Namo Padmavati, which means growing through the dirt and believing in new beginnings. So that is why I named my company as that because I started when I was 18. I never wanted to get into this business field. I never wanted to work. I always wanted to have a lavish life, you know, not worry about what's happening. But that's now how it is, right? So kind of life came crashing down when my parents got separated, and I was, you know, suddenly from being this amazing, uh, luxurious. girl to kind of being the breadwinner winner of the family was a journey so i had to kind of you know get started i started working a uh, couple of years i worked uh, in a very fast growing seo company and i managed about 100 150 people there and uh, i did a lot of lot of trainings and stuff and then i was like you know what it's time for me to get rid of 9 to 5 and try to start something on my own and that's when i kind of started namupadmavati and today we have completed four and a half years and we are going strong and we are also building a team <laughs> Nice. I absolutely love that and and if only I could say and pronounce the the name of the company correctly. We had a bunch <laughs> of outtakes before we got started, but I I love um and just hearing why people call their company what they call it and I and I was just thinking like there's this uh book and I think even a poem that that is uh basically talking about the roads that grew from concrete. And a lot of times we think that that's a disadvantage, but it actually ends up becoming an advantage because I think you start to have a lot of that um, you know, resiliency, a lot of the strength um which I imagine and you know kind of penetrates in everything that you've been able to build and do 
Definitely. I mean, I would say that if you are too comfortable with your life and if there's nothing happening, there's nothing that is challenging you, then I think that is something to worry about because change is extremely important. I can't, I can't, you know, say this enough because if you're going through something challenging, then just, you know, you should be lucky because I think God is like literally wanting or pushing you to become something and kind of unleash your true potential. So I definitely believe that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I think it speaks a lot to, you know, your mindset as well too, when you're able to kind of understand that and understand that even the difficulty, um, they say um, a lot of times when you're being pulled backwards, it's actually to propel you forward. So sometimes when you're exactly. going through those things and those challenges, they're actually can't, they can't be to your advantage. Exactly. Very well said. Yes, that is what it is. <laughs> yes, I love it. So I wanted to uh, drill down a little bit more. I know we touched on a little bit when I read your bio. Could you take us through how you're serving your clients, how you're making your impact and in, in, in helping them to, uh, to be their best selves? Sure. Because you know what, small business owners, uh, you know, what happens is that when you start a business, you're wearing all the hats of responsibilities, let it be finances, let it be, you know, getting the human resource right, or, you know, getting, uh, thinking about ideas or, you know, doing some marketing, getting into sales, customer service, and it could be a lot. And that is why I believe that many people give up because they're like, oh my God, what is this? I don't think so. I can handle this. And that's why nine to five look comfortable. Nine to five look like, okay, you know what, this is where I just work nine to five and that's done. But entrepreneurship is also easy when you have the right people on the team, right? So what I do is that I take over all the non-core activities of a business owner. It could be anything that needs his, that, that needs less attention of the entrepreneur. And I, we actually, I have a team of 12 now and we all work on the projects and we kind of deliver it to them so that they can only focus on what's important and they can also get some extra hours to spend with their family. <laughs> yeah, I, I love that. And especially that last part about like, sometimes we forget why, why we're doing what we're doing. So you pretty much do like each of the things that a client might be looking for from a virtual assistant standpoint. Correct. Everything like when it, uh, you know, data entry, transcriptions, marketing assistant, uh, or, uh, you know, it could be customer service or, you know, helping them finding, uh, generating leads through LinkedIn or whatever it is. Yeah, we, we, we have a set of professionals and um, I, I would not like to say that I am the one person who does everything. No, I have my skill set. I have my team members have got some specific skill sets. So yeah, that's how it is. Yeah, I love that because that's essentially what you're helping the business owners to do here, to not try to do all the things. So it makes sense exactly. that you shouldn't do all the things either. Uh, we each have our lane that we should lean into. <laughs> Definitely. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So um, what would you consider to be what I like to call your secret sauce? This could be for yourself personally, the business or a combination of both. But what do you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique? I think... Uh, the way life makes me uncomfortable at times, that is my secret sauce because I am somebody who needs, you know, who, who kind of needed a push initially and I would have never realized my potential. I would have never been able to do what I'm doing. I would have never been able to meet you and, you know, kind of have this interview going on if it would not, you know, be because of the push. So I would say that I, I kind of pray to God that you know what, keep pushing me, keep challenging me because, you know, many of them go and pray to God saying that, Hey, you know what, please make this. Okay. Make this. Okay. But I'm like, no, challenge me, make it difficult for me so that I can prove myself wrong that I can do way better. I don't care about the society, but I care about myself. And I, the only thing that keeps me going is that, you know, becoming way better than I was last year, this time. 
Yeah, absolutely. And when you have that mentality of trying to get, you know, a, a better every single day, day after day after day, you're like, I just want to continue to get better. Then you start to really, you know, have that intentionality and it starts to manifest itself from there. But I, I love what you said. And, and I think as we kind of even talked about before, so often we forget that really the challenge and the obstacle is often the opportunity. And if exactly. we don't look at it like that way, we just want everything to be sunshine and rainbows. We don't want to have any challenge. We, we don't want to be out of our comfort zone, then ultimately we end up living a very um, limited life. And um, as you said, so, well, I, I don't feel like we were put on this earth to do that either. So I think as you talked exactly. about, you know, being challenged from God, I think also God gives us that opportunity um, and those challenges so that we can show ourselves and also him in the kingdom exactly what we're all about. Exactly. I mean, uh, to realize your potential, it is very important to either you realize it yourself, which, which is very difficult, or, you know, when life throws some challenges at you, you should be like, okay, you know what, let's do it. Let's see what it is. Because many people lose job and they're like, you know what, I don't think so. You know what happened? And they kind of lose all the interest and the hope and everything. But when they realize, oh, I was made to kind of become an entrepreneur. I was made to do something much bigger. Okay. I did not realize this. So I have interviewed people. I've talked with people all over the world. They're like, you know what, Ria, I was at that stage of my life where I wanted to commit suicide. And then something happened. And today I never thought I would be this person. And I think that's the most magical thing that, I, and it's all about patience. It's all about being calm and kind of trusting the process. It is very difficult. People are not patient and it is extremely important to just, you know, just to stay, stay a little longer. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. To stay the course and kind of respect the journey. And, and I think a lot of times when you hear those people that are successful and, and I appreciate you sharing that so much, you don't realize that sometimes it's the darkest moments where dawn starts to appear and really things start to go, you know, towards where you want them to go. But if you don't have those less than ideal moments, then it's really hard to experience um, all that joy. So I want to switch gears a little bit and I want to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So it could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient? I, I would say uh, learning makes me more effective and efficient because, uh, you know, if you think that, you know, just completing a course will make you intelligent or smart, that is wrong because, uh, you know, knowledge also kind of has an expiry date. For example, if I'm working on LinkedIn and if I'm not aware of what are the new algorithms or what is happening, what is in the market, what people are liking, then I am never going to succeed in that market. So I would say learning every single day, you know, let, and it is not like you'll have to go purchase these new paid fancy courses. No, just go on YouTube, just go listen to your podcast or some of the other, other podcasts out there. I think every day, if you could invest 10 to 30 minutes of your time, just learning of what's happening in your market or what's happening in your industry, you would be unbeatable. That is for sure. You would be unbeatable. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. When you have that insatiable uh, appetite and that kind of relentlessness um, towards, you know, learning more and more and more. But I love what you said about learning has an expiration date, because I think often we forget about that, especially if we're talking about things like algorithms and how they change. Correct. But even we're experiencing now life is completely changing. If you're you're reading and listening to um, something that's maybe, you know, 50 years about starting a business, you might hear things like, um, you know, opening up an office and making sure that you hire them. <laughs> Ways, but as we're involving and talking about right now, things are changing. So it's so important, not necessarily to take that book and say, okay, it's not necessarily worthwhile, but to understand that things have evolved and changed. And if you continue to kind of learn and learn and learn, that'll really put you up, set you up for success. You know what pandemic has 
got a major change in the corporate life so if we are still having those traditional methods in our head like no we need an office or we need this i mean then there'll be no way for us to grow you know you have to adapt you have to learn and this is how you can keep going every single day and you know you never have to shut down your business <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Adaptation is, is definitely the key um, to success. And um, I wanted to ask you now for what I call a CEO nugget. So this is a little bit more of a word of wisdom or piece of advice. Um, I like to say it might be something you would tell your favorite client, or if you hopped into a time machine, you might tell your younger business self. A younger business self, I would definitely go back and want to say that um, working smart is not always the right way you know people say you know what don't work smart you know you should you, i mean don't work hard you know kind of work smart as well but i would say that working smart and working hard goes hand in hand and when i started i immediately kind of started delegating and i was like you know what i want to be the smart person and stuff but i think hard work is equally important it is you know it is never a day when you're like you know you can work smart and kind of you know uh, succeed or get the victory it is uh, smart and hard work goes hand in hand no matter how smart you are you need to work a little to kind of get things done. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's so important. And, and I think it's something that, you know, isn't talked about it, you know, enough. So I appreciate you um, bringing that Thank you. Uh, to light. Thank you. So um, I want to ask you now my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. We're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the, on the show. So Ria, what does being a CEO mean to you? It's a responsibility. I think that people, you know, I, when I go on LinkedIn and stuff, I, I read a lot of posts that says that if you are a CEO, you don't have to worry. You can take whenever, you know, you can take offs whenever you want. You can go on holidays. You can, you know, have fun. You don't have to work every day. You don't have to go through that nine to five uh, uh, thing. But I'm like, no, it's, it's not that. CEO being a CEO is way, way, way more difficult than any, any, any job role in a company because, you are not going to be paid if you don't get the job done, unlike the team, you know, and they, they have the safe net and you have to be on your toes. You know, you cannot let one thing go out of your loop. You know, th th you should be there. So I would say that CEO is a responsibility. Not everyone can do it. And it is, and it is not as fancy as it sounds. So everybody should know that being a CEO is not a cakewalk. It, it is not that fancy. I literally gained 20 kgs in like last one year, just trying to keep my, keep the company together, you know? And yeah, that's how it is. And no matter how autopiloted your business is, you will need to kind of have some kind of, at least in the initial years, you will have to be there no matter what. Even if you're in, on holidays, you are there. You're, you're using your phones, you're on emails, you're checking stuff, even if you don't have to. But this normal employees won't do because it's like, okay, you know what? It's my holiday. I'm going to add an autorespond message and that's it. But CEO can never go on a holiday, no matter how difficult or easy it is. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You, you find so often, even if you're physically in a different place, mentally and emotionally, exactly. sometimes you're in the same yes. place. And yes. um, I, I appreciate you, you know, sharing, you know, just the, the true nature of it. So what I wanted to do now was pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional that you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best people can get a hold of you, subscribe to your podcast, find about all the awesome things that you're working on. 
for podcast i i'll just send you the link and it will be available in the description if you want to reach out to me about the services or whatever you can just shoot me a linkedin message or you could email me or you could go through go to my website and it is very easy to reach me because i'm super 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 available on all the social media platforms so <laughs> yeah absolutely i love it in your website can you tell us for people that might be listening Sure. It is uh, www.namopadmavati.com. And I'll also send you the link and, you know, we can have it on the description or whatever. Thank yeah, you. <laughs> absolutely. We will have that information in the show notes as well, too, just so um, and make it even easier to, to connect on LinkedIn, subscribe to the podcast, and of course, visit the website. And I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me here. It really means a lot. And I wish you all the best for everything. And thank you so much for the listeners to kind of, you know, uh, you know, listening to me. But yeah, thank you so much. Thanks a lot. <laughs> thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. I Am CEO is not just a phrase. It's a community. Be sure to follow us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. This has been the I Am CEO Podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.